Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals the knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words, whose voice is not heard. Their voice goes out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them He has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom leaving his chamber, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and there is nothing hidden from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, and keeping them there is great reward. Who can discern his errors, declare me innocent from hidden faults? Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins, let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Exodus chapter 19 verses 1 to 9 On the third new moon, after the people of Israel had gone out of the land of Egypt on that day, they came into the wilderness of Sinai. They set out from Rediphim and came into the wilderness of Sinai, and they encamped in the wilderness. There Israel encamped before the mountain. While Moses went up to God, the Lord called to him out of the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, and tell the people of Israel, You yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bore you on an eagle's wing and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all peoples. For all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. Those are the words that you shall speak to the people of Israel. So Moses came and called the elders of the people and set before them all these words as the Lord had commanded him. All the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken we will do. And Moses reported the words of the people to the Lord, and the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I am coming to you in a thick cloud, that the people may hear when I speak with you, and may also believe you forever. When Moses told the word to the people to the Lord. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 to 10. As you come to him, a living stone, rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, 
a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So the honor is for you who believe, but for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called out in the darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Good morning. This is Tim Tribble broadcasting from Sacramento, California. Today's readings come to us from Psalm 19, Exodus chapter 19 verses 1 to 9a, and 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 4 to 10. Psalm 19 is titled, The Law of the Lord is Perfect, to the Choir Master, a Psalm of David. And this talks about how the heavens declare the glory of God and the sky above proclaims its handiwork. And it goes on and talks about how he pours out his speech. At night he reveals his knowledge. There is no speech. There are, there are no words. His voice is not heard. His voice goes through all the earth. And this is, again, the first part here, the first six verses, saying what God does and how he does it. And verses 7... Through 11, we get a re rewording of the law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. It's sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. Fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The rules of the Lord are true, righteous altogether. They are more desired than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter than any honey, or drippings of the honeycomb. They, <clears throat> more by them is your servant warned to keep their great reward. So, this is talking about how, again, reaffirming how God is that perfect being. God is the one who gives us, imparts knowledge on us if we listen to him. And take the time to do that. And then, who can discern his error? So, the verses 12 to 13... You're like, who can question him? Who, who can do that? Uh, you know, don't keep your servant also from presumptuous sins. Uh, don't let them have dominion over me. So this is talking in, we, you know, we can't, we don't, we shouldn't question God. We shouldn't be presumptuous. And then, and then you shall, that will keep us blameless and innocent of great transgression. And then chapter, or verse 14 as uh, something that you, we hear, uh, I know there's a lot of, of priests who use this uh, in the opening of their sermon. And it is, let the words of the mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. That's a, a very old school. Um, for years and years I've been in the Episcopal Church. I've had lots and lots of priests say this. It's, it's kind of going away. Um, the, the, young, the newer priests, the younger priests don't do this as much. But uh, when I first came into the Episcopal Church over 30 years ago, that was a very common opening line to a sermon. And this is asking the blessing of the Lord, saying, hey, you know, let me be saying the right thing. And, you know, 
Let the, you know, meditate, be acceptable to God, who is our rock and our redeemer. Now, in Exodus, um, we continue the story of the Israelites. So they've gone out of Egypt, they've been in the desert. So uh, it talks about on the third new moon after the people of Israel gone out of the land of Egypt. So this is three-ish months or so. Uh, they came to the wilderness of the Sinai. They set out from Rephidim. So Rephidim is actually not a place. Rephidim is, and, and I'm probably not pronouncing that exactly right, but it is, no, it is a place of refuge or rest in Hebrew. But uh, biblical scholars uh, believe, based on what they can kind of recreate and going by the writings and, and other things that we have about the, knowing what the people of the Israelites did when they left Egypt, they believe that the what uh, the Rephidim in this particular uh, passage is referring to the Wadi Rephaid in southwest Sinai. So this is the Sinai Peninsula. Uh, we all know about that place right now. And uh, so that's, a, that's a, you know the hotly contested area between Egypt and Israel where they've had several wars. So this is God. So Moses goes up on the mountain. So this is Mount Sinai. And the mm -hmm. Lord says, Hey, here's what you're going to tell the people. You shall tell the house of Jacob, the people of Israel, you yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians, how I bore you out on eagles' winds and brought you to myself. Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all people, for all the earth is mine. You shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation, whose words that you shall speak to the people of Israel. So here we have God saying, look, you know, I, I did what I said, I got you out of Egypt, and you see how powerful I am, and if you're true to me, I'm going to make you the chosen people. So again, going back and uh, reaffirming what the covenant with Abraham. So we go on, so Moses came down the mountain, went in, told the elders of the people, and told them what God said to do. And they answered, all the Lord has spoken, we will do. So then Moses went back and told God, hey, they're accepting this. And God says, okay, so I'm going to come to you in a thick cloud. The people may hear when I speak with you and may also believe you forever. So God's coming down in the cloud on Mount Sinai so that the people can hear, and this will be the thunder and all that, that comes out because God's backing up Moses here so that people will know, hey, this is real and you're not just making this up. And in our reading from 1 Peter, uh, we're talking about the living stone. And... In, uh, in building traditions, back when buildings were built out of stone, you had a cornerstone. That, was the, that stone had to be perfectly level, perfectly cut, in perfect shape, because every stone that was laid after that, that, that stone was the key. It was also called a keystone. Um, it was in the corner of a building, so it was that cornerstone that's where the building starts, and if it's not perfectly level, and all cut properly and all this, your building's not going to come out right. 
And this is talking, so we're going back and forth between Isaiah here. But um, Peter, is, is, as you come to him a living stone, rejected by men, but chosen in the sight of God, chosen and precious. So we're talking about the rejected stone now becomes a cornerstone. You don't, in, in building and in, in, in masonry, that didn't happen. Like I said, the, the cornerstone had to be that perfectly mason stone. And here we have Jesus who was rejected. Okay, Jesus came, we know the ministry, he was rejected, he was arrested, convicted of garbage, horribly beaten and disfigured, and then hung on the cross to die. But this is saying this is where Peter's saying, but this rejected stone is this is the cornerstone. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is going back to quoting the Old Testament. And they and he goes on to he says they go on, they stumble because they disobey as they were destined to do. So we knew this was going to happen. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of your own possession, that you may claim the excellencies of him who called you out in the darkness in his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people, because we have received mercy. Because once we didn't have mercy, and this is God's grace. Again, this is this is the key to two things is this is God's grace to us. God forgives us, forgives everyone for everything if we ask him. Amen. A prayer of self-dedication from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and eternal God, so draw our hearts to you, so guide our minds, so fill our imaginations, so control our wills, that we may be wholly yours, utterly dedicated to you. And then use us, we pray you, as you will, and always to your glory and the welfare of your people, through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Or, if you serve military families, subscribe to First Forward, a paid subscription feed providing commentary on Sunday lectionary texts a week in advance. Use it for sermon prep or just because you support the troops. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instruction will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PPUHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off of air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I haven't convinced you to fall in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.